Our shenanigans are cheeky and fun. Yeah, I mean, his shenanigans are cruel and tragic. Which makes them not shenanigans at all, really. Evil shenanigans. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says shenanigans. You mean shenanigans? No! Oh. You're about shenanigans, right? My fault, usually, you know, I don't really have to like, call girls back usually after we do it. They don't want to see you anymore. I don't know if it's that, I don't know if it's like a ghosting thing, but it's been kind of, you know, frequent lately. Oh, speaking of ghosting, yeah. welcome to Podcast and Random Heroes Cheeky Shenanigans. 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 <laughs> yeah. My name is Jesse, a.k.a. Random Hero. My name is Nick Carter, a.k.a. Punkass, because that's my name. That is your name? That's it's, your occupation? Yeah, occupation. Decrastination. Don't know if that's a word. I just made it up. Decrastination? Yeah. What, what are you doing over there? I'm trying to get the internet. <laughs> you trying to get the internet? It's like DSL over here. Getting some of them some there. Some dial-up. <laughs> dial-up. Do you remember dial-up, right? There, You'd be able to get pictures. Video was kind of hard because the internet wasn't really fast. Yeah. So you, the porn wasn't available as it is like today really fast. So you wouldn't want to get video. So then you would... Like, there's this one website I used as a younger preteen. It used to be called pickabeaver.com. Pickabeaver.com. <laughs> and it would show pictures of, you know, girls downstairs, like, you That's know? it? No no upstairs? No face? Nothing? Just... <laughs> no, well, there was, like, other categories, like, pick a boob. Um, so, you would have to, like, wait, like, five minutes just for that one picture to load up and then <laughs> try to print it out because you're not old enough to get porn magazines. You so, actually wait, 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 wait. <laughs> You're I'm telling just, me in the dialogue days you would download a picture right? of like a vagina. Yep. And then you would print it off. Well, that way, if you print it off, then you don't have to go back like a few days later and try to dial up the same different photo. You know, <laughs> it's just like the hard times of trying to, you know, get porn as a kid back then. Dude, I tried as hard as anyone else at that age, but I. I don't think I've ever met anyone who thought to actually print it off the computer. Yeah, figured... why, why would you not print it? Because why would you? Because what if you wanted to, like, whack off? Are you just going to whack off right there in the computer chair? Usually, Most people do. Usually back then, everyone only had, like, one main computer kind of, like, in the family area. Oh, yeah, that's where ours was. Yeah, so... Unless... And when, <laughs> when my parents were asleep, like, we... When I grew up, all the way up until about junior year of high school, we lived in like a little mobile home. Yeah. And uh, when, when my mom married Glenn, she ended up, or they ended up buying, you know, a much bigger house. And that's the house that like my brothers basically grew up in. Um, but in that small house, like, you know, dial up days, we finally got a decent computer that could use the internet. <laughs> and so like when they were gone or asleep, like I would occasionally try to look up porn. Uh -huh. Not, not often. I, I wasn't that into it, but like every now and then I would give it a shot. And uh, I thought I was, you know, being sneaky and all that. And then, and this was right about the time that like that Pamela Anderson sex tape had come ah, out. Ah, yeah. And <laughs> I, I, I don't even remember looking it up, but I guess it might have just been on one of the pages I was at. Right. And uh, suddenly one day my mom just comes out all furious, just, you're looking at porn on there, aren't you? And I was like, what are you the talking history? about? Yeah. And she's just like, who is Pamela Sue Anderson? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I, I, I don't know, mom. <laughs> 
I mean, I was totally caught red-handed, yeah. if you will, but there was no way I was going to admit to it. Yeah, it was. Uh, you had to like learn pretty quick on how to, you know, get rid of the history. Because back then it wasn't as easy, I think it is now. You know, looking up how ways to do stuff. Yeah, I always had to figure out ways to try to, you know, get rid of my tracks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my dad, he. Uh, one interesting thing about him, and this was kind of strangely forward thinking for a guy who was always so buried by his past. But when uh, this probably would have been a couple years even before the story I just told you, like right when you know AOL is still sending out discs for a thousand free. Oh, hours I remember those. Yeah. yeah, everyone's coasters. Yeah. Um, but so in those days, my dad decided he wanted to create an ISP, an internet service provider, and like compete with that. So kind of like an AOL. Like yeah, a, yeah. Okay. And he successfully did it. He started up one called Dog Day. Uh, it was never very big, but I actually went with him to a couple of houses, and he would like if someone signed up with his service, he would come over and help them like install their modem and everything and get it up and really? running. Yeah, very strange. I. Even as I'm just thinking about it right now, it it's amazing to me that my dad was that, you know, forward thinking and into it. Tech savvy. Um, and that's the thing is he wasn't tech savvy outside of that one area, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and man, even 10 years after the company had failed, he still had a couple people uh, using his domain for their email, like Bob Ross at dogday.net <laughs> or whatever Ross. it was, you know. And yeah. Um, yeah, that that was crazy. So we we didn't ever have AOL because he had his own, and we had to try and use that. Did you ever uh, use like the uh, the AOL chat rooms and stuff? Oh yeah, I I used to love AOL and like Instant Messenger and all Dude, that. It's just talking shit. It used to be just like a t place to talk shit to anybody. I used to do that, and then there's this one time I thought about this to tell a story. Um. It's always around when I'm like 13 to 15, dude. That's what I did, like the weirdest shit. That's when all of your life happened. <laughs> yeah. That's when it peaked, dude. That was the only time. <laughs> you peaked. I peaked. Um, I would, AOL, we, I met like this chick on the instant messenger in one of the chat rooms and we exchanged phone numbers and we talked for a while, but then like she always wanted to have phone sex and... Phones, oh no, that's terrible. Phone sex for well, it's <laughs> awkward for me even to this day. I, I've only done it a couple of times because like, it, isn't it just like awkward? We're like, oh, yeah, are you yeah, touching I, yourself. What do you, what do you want me to do now? I, I have <laughs> trouble sometimes even doing that over text. Yeah. So like, yeah, I, I understand that. But <laughs> so and then back then it was always easier. She sent one of those photos which you knew was fake. It was like some hot chick with like fake breast like in a pool i kind of remember yeah, she yeah. said her name was like emily which i don't even know if that's true either emily but uh we were around the same age and then we would talk and she'd be like you want to have fun? i'm like all right so then it was just me listening to what she was doing mm -hmm. and then maybe i'd throw in some like groans like oh yeah or like oh, oh that oh. feels so good yeah. oh. <laughs> 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 uh, and then my uh and then my uh best friend came up and lived with me in washington from arizona and then he'd get it on the action too, you know? So well, like, like with you, like not, not cross country not, skiing, not like a three way <laughs> on the phone, but like he would talk to her and have phone sex with her with the same girl. Yeah. And then did you and him call each other and do it too? No, he, he lived with me. So we would just have to jack each other off. That was, oh, you, okay. you know, did she know that she was talking to your buddy and not you? Yeah. Yeah. 
It's funny because his name was Nick too, so it would always be like Nick one or Nick number two. That's how we always went by with our <laughs> friends and stuff. Yeah. Wow, wow. You so you guys basically shared a girl without ever actually meeting her? Yeah, she was she said she was gonna come up one time. We lived in Arlington at the time and yeah, she never showed up. That's not surprising. She right. was probably worried what you'd say when she showed up and well, you saw she that was she was a 48-year-old yeah. man. Or a fucking 500-pound <laughs> woman, you know? I don't, <laughs> so. Wait, wait, wait. Did she have a really cute voice or a hot voice? She had, like, a cute voice, but... That means that, yeah, she's probably gross. So, like, <laughs> yeah. So then if she had, like, a man, you're like, oh, no. She was probably, like, some dime piece from, you know, Tacoma. I don't know. Who Tacoma. Knows? Yeah. Tacompton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, it's funny how it's like, usually when a guy has a voice that women consider sexy, he's also considered sexy, but I've noticed that there's like an inverse when it comes to a lot of women that I've met where it's like, if you've never met a girl, but you hear her voice a couple of times and you're like, man, she sounds really cute. Yeah. Almost every time I've then ended up meeting her or seeing a picture, it's like, Ugh, she's got a mustache, <laughs> she's got a mole <laughs> and, with the hair. Yeah. And I don't like to be super judgmental or anything, but like it. It's just, it's something that seems to be true in my experience, you know? Yeah, same with the typical, just like, it's just face shots, nothing else. Then yeah. you know there's going to be something bad coming after when you try to meet up, like, in a coffee or a restaurant. Have you ever had any bad, uh, yeah. like, first date meetups or anything? Because I've got a good one. I've only, I've done, I've done plenty of fish.com back in the day. And then I think I tried uh, another one. And I met a few of them, and I always had like backup plans. I'd had my buddy like call me, say there's yep. an emergency, right? <laughs> so I had to use one of those. And then there was one I finally met. She was she was pretty hot, and she had fake boobs. So I finally got to like touch those for the first time. Oh, nice! But we never like did anything further than that. But and she had a kid, and her the father would be in the army, but he was home. And then one night. I met her, I think it was like the first or second time we met. I went over to her house and we were like just talking and I stayed the night over there and the morning comes, there's a knock on the door and it's the fucking dad. I'm like, fuck, really? Mom, <laughs> nothing happened. He left and I'm just like, I'm not going to do this anymore. I don't like this online bullshit. <laughs> um, I, mine, it, it goes back a couple years before there was any kind of dating services online. Yeah. And um, actually, I'll, I'll just tell the one. Th this one didn't actually use online at all, but it was a, a friend of a friend kind of thing. A buddy from work set me up with this girl, and they had gone to school together. And when I worked with them, it was they were maybe a year out of high school. So he, it's our somewhat recently, but it had still been like a year or so. So you're out of high school then? Yeah, I was yeah. out of high school. He was out of high school. We are the same age. And um, so he gives me her number and he showed me a picture of her. I was like, oh, yeah, she's hot. Cool. I'll, Just yeah, like I'll give the her a face call. or like body? It was it was the whole thing, but it was definitely not current. Gotcha. Okay. All um, right. Yeah. So I saw and then so I called her and we had a good little 15, 20 minute conversation <sighs> and we made a plan to go out. And uh, originally, I was planning to meet her there. We were just going to Olive Garden because I was a 19-year-old kid. Typical <laughs> Italian. Well, back Ooh, then, that was the height of luxury. That was like the rom romantic dinner right there. Yeah, yeah. That was putting out some effort. Yeah. Um, and so we'd made a plan. We were going to meet there. And then she called me like two days before the date and said, oh, um, is there any chance you could 
pick me up, uh, my Mercedes is going to be in the shop. Or Mercedes, the shop. good sign, good she, sign. She was very, very, she made a point to let me know it was a Mercedes. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. 1982 you know Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she gives me directions, and I drive out there and pick her up in Lake Stevens. And as I'm uh, following these directions, I pull into, like, this trailer park. Mm-hmm. And then I pull up to a house. So I'm in a trailer park. And I'm thinking, who the fuck has a Mercedes if they live <laughs> in a trailer park? And um, <clears throat> so I went up to the door, and I, I thought that, you know, that was her own place. And I knock, and her dad comes and answers the door, looking every bit like every guy you've ever seen on Cops. Oh, you know, no like shit. Wife beater yeah. with stains on it. Messy You here hair, to pick up my daughter? Lit cigarette in his mouth, you know, smoking indoors. Did he have, like, one of those, like, racist flags in front of the house? I don't remember seeing any Confederate flags yeah. or anything. Um, but I, I was instantly kind of uncomfortable. And then I go in, and she calls me back to where her room is. I go back there, and I thought I got the wrong room because she was... A lot bigger than what I know and that's okay you know I can I've I've had girlfriends that were you know bigger I'm not super shallow but fuck you (laughs) (laughs) but I I don't like feeling like I was misrepresented and and uh, she had told me a lot of things that made it sound like she was athletic and stuff on the phone so I just I, I felt like it wasn't fully honest but I was like, you know, I'm already here and we made this plan. Let's let's go. You know, maybe there's something better laying underneath. Give you props for that. Yeah. So we get in my truck and we're driving from Lake Stevens to the Everett Olive Garden. And the entire car ride, she is bitching to me about her quote unquote ex-boyfriend who played for the Arizona Diamondbacks. No way. Yeah. And she made it sound like they broke up like a month ago. This girl who lives in a trailer park yeah. in BFE, Washington. Like maybe they were together in high school and then he became a fucker. I, <laughs> I didn't ask. Back. I, I really didn't want to perpetuate the conversation. And I realized I hadn't even been participating because she was just monologuing the whole time. And so I'm just, I'm getting annoyed, you know, it's, it's whatever. And I'm like, we get to the restaurant. I'm just thinking, okay. Get your table, get some food, Yeah. get out of here. All we had planned is the dinner. I didn't have to take her anywhere afterwards. There is no real plan for that. So we get to dinner and, um, you know, I'm thinking, okay, I've got like a hundred bucks on me. Uh, I Which hope I don't have to spend it. good enough for Olive Garden. It is, yeah. especially when you can't drink. Unless you want to get extra Alfredo sauce for the breadsticks, then you're screwed. <laughs> yeah. But uh, actually, you know what? This long ago, it might have been 50 bucks because I think back then a dinner at Olive Garden was closer to like 10. So it yeah. been like 2001, 2002. Now it's like $20. <laughs> yeah. And uh, God, even more than that yeah. for most of them. Um, so anyway, I've, I, but I definitely had enough for two people to have a, a good dinner because neither of us could drink. So you didn't have to have extra money for booze or whatever. Yeah. And um, so we get there and... I'm, I start trying to participate in the conversation because I'm tired of her just, you know, running on about her ex-boyfriend the whole time. And, um, and so we were order or we're about to order and she starts treating the waiter really rude. Like she, she looks around and he was obviously walking to a different table with something and she like grabbed his arm and was like, Hey, can you, can you help us? And I was, was this before you guys ordered anything? 
Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We hadn't even been like greeted yet. Yeah. And but we had only been sitting down for a minute or two. There was no reason to like get up in his face. And he was like, uh, "Yeah, I'm, let me go drop this off, and then I'll I'll come help you guys." And he didn't even end up being our server. So like, she really put this guy out. And um, so we start to order, and she orders two large dinners. No. And like an extra couple things, and then found the only non-refillable, non-alcoholic beverage on the menu, and she must have had four or five of them throughout dinner. And I'm, I'm just, I'm mentally trying to do all the math for all the shit she's ordering. And uh, by this point, I was so over the whole thing. I was like, ah, fuck it. So I, I ordered something a lot nicer and more mm-hmm. expensive than what I expected. And um, I, was I'm, it the little Italy platter with chicken parmesan and some lasagna? I don't remember. This was 17 years ago. <laughs> Extra jizz on the side. <laughs> um, and, and so, like, dinner comes, and basically this whole time she is just, she's still t- talking constantly. Every time I try to talk, she'll interrupt me, you know, um, and all she wants to do is she had moved on from talking about her one ex-boyfriend to bitching about all men on a date. With a guy who's paying for your food and everything. So I had enough. I ordered my dinner. And uh, we I eat really quick. And she somehow still beat me. Even though she had to eat twice <laughs> as much. And um, so I, I just had I'd had enough. And so I excused myself to the bathroom. And walked right out of the restaurant. Into my truck. And drove away. You left her? <laughs> I yeah. left her there. I totally now, did. Now, did you have cell phones then? Uh, no. No, I ended up stopping at a payphone about a mile down the road and calling my buddy who had set the whole thing up. He's like, dude, what the fuck were you thinking? Have you seen this girl in the last year? She is a complete self-centered bitch who lied to me about all this shit. And he started asking me what, and I told him about the Mercedes and the ex-boyfriend and all this stuff. And he's just cracking oh, wait a minute. up. So was there no like Mercedes in the driveway? No. Really? Really? What a fucking... Well, she had said that it was going to be in the shop, which is oh. why I had to pick her up. That's like saying I have a badass car in the shop. I'm just getting a footprint. Exactly. Pedal in there. Exactly. Yeah. There was yeah. because she didn't just say it was like an 82 or anything like that. She's like, oh, I got a new Mercedes last year, but it needs a service or whatever. Right. Absolute, I, she didn't even have a job. There was no way she had a nice Mercedes. There's been a few people like that, like at my work or growing up. I can't stand to be around people where. They always want to try to like one up you with stories or try to be better with you or like you know they're just lying bullshit just to try to look cool. Yeah. I have, I've always been like standoffish or just never like kept myself around those type of people. They're hard to deal with, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Like you get tired of and it's the same whenever you have to complain about something and someone's like, "Oh, you think that's bad?" or whatever. It's like, "Dude, I'm not trying to compare my problems to yours. I just wanted to vent mine without you trying to like invalidated by bitching about whatever is going on worse in your life yeah better yet dude um i went to olive garden but it was way better than olive garden it was this other fancy place that was probably way better than when you went and i probably had a hotter girl you know what i mean yeah and i had way more money i didn't have to worry about counting money and i had a fucking 1995 mercedes-benz right and that's it i was just trying to yeah oh you're trying to story top me yeah or there's the people (laughs) go the other route and they're like Oh, yeah? Well, this one time I went on this first date and this girl literally cut my arm off. Or, you know, like, just... She tried... re- literally sucked my dick at the dinner table. She went <laughs> underneath. <laughs> okay. Dude, have you ever had Roadhead? 
Yeah. Is it awkward? No. It's not awkward? I mean, th there's an element where you're like, <laughs> when it's happening, especially if you don't have tinted windows, like yeah. if you're going to do it, have tinted windows. It makes it a lot easier. But like, if you don't and you're just like, oh, fuck it, let's have some fun. Then all you're doing is you're constantly like looking around to see, you know, if anyone's looking in your car. Have you ever had road hit and finger banging her at the same time while driving? No, I ha I don't know. Ah! Well, the thing is, I normally drive a stick shift, so that's usually not on the menu. But w tell me about yours. I think I had my truck at the time. It was just, it's just, you know, she gives you head and maybe my arms are just like long enough. And I was able to go like from the behind over here. You know what I mean? So All the way around her body? Yeah. Really? Well, I've always, you know, I try to stay under the minimum, like 150 weight and under, you know? <laughs> That's not what I meant. Anyone, <laughs> if she's giving you roadhead while you're driving, to reach your hand all the way around her, like, why wouldn't you just go directly? Like, direct, well, because she's kind of like on her fours, right? You see what I'm saying? Oh, she had gotten up out of her seat? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. <laughs> way to sound shallow, that by was... the way. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All women are beautiful in every way. And for anyone who is kind of upset that I totally ditched that girl there with the check, um, I'm sorry. Well, I, when I was it... a 19-year-old kid who was pissed off and it's didn't know not, what to it's do. It's not only that, okay? When you meet a girl for the first time, you know, she's not supposed to order two fucking plates. Yeah. I mean, you got to have like a, a middle ground of being like, I'm just going to order this much, not try to be like one of those food gold diggers that try to order the whole menu. Right. Yeah. But the problem is that when you pick up a girl who, you know, probably weighs 200 and is, you know, about five foot five, mm. um, you can't then <laughs> turn to her and say, hey, so... um can you make sure you stick to only one dinner? Because I only I have 50 bucks on me. And they'd be like, you wouldn't be saying that if I was skinny. And you're like, yeah, I'm probably, you're probably right. <laughs> Fucking dude. Um, so I saw Spider-Man last night. No. I'm just going to say that you're going to go see Spider-Man today. And are you excited about that? Yeah. Right after this show, I'm meeting up with my brother, Jake, and we're going to catch Spider-Man. Now, do you have a theory of how it might be? Like, yes. do you think it's going to be before the Avengers Endgame or after? Well, I know that a good chunk of it takes place after, and this is technically the true end to the whole MCU storyline that they've done so far. Yeah. My theory, because Mysterio comes in in the previews and he claims he's from another dimension, um, I, I have a feeling that's bullshit. And that he's not a hero. He's actually a bad guy. And he's probably like the character in the comics who's like a kind of a shyster. And yeah. a, a, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Fucking um, like the Riddler? I don't know. Not like the Riddler, but he's he's um, he, he's a guy who will like He's lie. like a chameleon. Kind of like a chameleon, yeah. but he, he'll also lie. And he has a lot of like tricks that he can use mm -hmm. to make it look like he has powers and shit. Yeah. So I think that he's just going to end up being the bad guy from this dimension mm -hmm. who is trying to trick spider-man and that's why he's helping him like fight those other bad guys at first or whatever yeah um so th that's what i think but yeah it was it's really good i'm not going to give you anything thank god i just i i just wanted to tell you i felt like it was like the, one of the best spider-mans you know what i mean good yeah yeah i just i i didn't want to come into it with any expectations because yeah the previews had me pretty amped up but 
I don't know. At this point, I'm ready for Marvel to kind of wrap that up and maybe give us a year or two before we have to see it's a bunch more. It's going to suck watching new Marvel movies because we are so used to, you know, Downey Jr. and uh, Scarlett Johansson and whoever else playing all the ones that we're used to. So it's going to be hard to adjust how, you know. Well, and some the, of them will carry over. Not the original guys very much. Like, we're getting a Natasha Romanoff movie. And they still have the Hulk and Thor alive to go moving forward. Like, Thor will probably be in the next Guardians of the Galaxy, I bet. Like, I wish they would have did, like, a Deadpool and Wolverine movie, you know? Yeah. Because, well, now they could because Marvel owns them all. Well, right, but that last movie, you know, Logan was like the... Well, you know, they can make any Marvel comic book movie and start it anywhere if they wanted to. Even though Logan died in that movie. Yeah, but he's not playing Wolverine anymore either. So that's and those what movies weren't connected to this universe. Yeah, I'm just saying because he always uh, Ryan Reynolds would always make fun of uh, what's his name, the actor Hugh Jackman. Yeah. He would always make fun of him, so it would have been great and funny to have them both in the same movie before you wanted. To, I know. You know. I would have loved that. And uh, speaking of, it's been a while since we've mentioned this, but Ryan Reynolds. If you ever ever catch this, we still definitely want to have you on our show. Yeah. Hey guys, check this out. It's not totally 100%, but I wanted to bring it up with the whole Adam I, Ray thing. I, I don't want to bring that up yet. You don't want to bring it up? Not until we have something to actually say. Well, I was just going to say it's a possibility all right, all right, from like ahead. a year from now or months or weeks. We don't know. At some point in the future, Adam Ray has told both of us online that he would be down to come and do the show. Yeah, so it would be technically like our first actual celebrity guest. Yeah, let me go ahead and read off a couple of the stuff, the things he's done on, on his IMDb page. Yeah, you do that. Um. He gave, he said for sure, but he lives in LA and he came up here last week to do like a quick stand up comedy up at Tony B's. He was so, the headliner last week when we did the show. Fucking hilarious. And he's best friends with that midget Brad Williams guy. Um, I can say <laughs> that cause we're friends. No. Hey, that's Adam's joke. <laughs> <laughs> I think he told that. But, to uh, uh, we sent him links to our stuff and he, said for sure the next time he's up here so yeah. i gave him my contact info so hopefully you know whenever he comes back up here because he's from seattle so hopefully it happens but we don't know when it could be years from now or if he'll even want to but he could have just been being nice or whatever yeah. but as nick pointed out he didn't have to reply he didn't all. have to respond if he was like nah fuck these guys i don't even know him. yeah so you know? there's a good chance that we might have our first like quote-unquote celebrity guest lined up sometime in the near future and some of the stuff he's done, like, they they told us at Comedy Night that he had been in a couple things, like Curb and, um, like, the Adam Carolla show and stuff. But I checked out his IMDb, and he's also in, uh, like, The Heat, the, the 2013 remake. Yeah. Uh, Red 2, um, Spy, the one with Tyler Perry, uh, Ghostbusters. Yep, the new one, the, the chick one. Yep, the female-led Ghostbusters. He was in Arrested Development. He does a voice on Rick and Morty. Yeah. Um, so this is a guy who has done a lot of stuff that I really respect. And um, I, plus, I he's a really him. fucking funny stand up comedian. So good. it would just be awesome to have him here and like ask all these funny questions or see how badly he talks shit back to us, you know, because yeah. that's his career. Yeah. And just, it's not like we'd be interviewing him because we don't really do interviews. We yeah. just bring them in on the conversation. Well, I, if he was here, I'd be like, so have you ever seen Brad Williams dick? Is it really small? Yeah. <laughs> and then when he asks me if I've ever seen yours and is it small? I'd be like, dude, it's fucking. It's like an si elephant. Yeah. The 
fucking miniature baby one. Tusks and all. <laughs> he doesn't have two balls. He just has two little tusks on each side of his. You know, if that actually like would happen, <laughs> like that's like the payoff of kind of like working and starting from the bottom of doing this and finally upgrading all of our shit and still adding as we're going. Uh-huh. Is getting to that point where, you know, we would have like some type of recognition to be able to like be like, hey, celebrity, you want to come do this? You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's ultimately the goal. But also what, what I like about how we've been doing the show is that we don't just have guests on like one thing about Joe Rogan's show, which is great. And it's kind of the gold standard for podcasts right now. It's just that he has to have a guest every week. He doesn't just have like an, another co-host that he can interact with without. Yeah, guests, he did that in the beginning, you know? didn't he? Wasn't it kind of just him for a little bit and that guy that ran the computer stuff? Uh, I think his name is either Jamie or Jesse. I think it's Jamie. Yeah, that's my sister's name too. Um, you have a sister? Yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's my only sibling who is married, and she has four kids, and they live in Ohio, dude. Right outside of Amish country, actually. You know what I was thinking? Yeah. Like I'm 31 now. Okay. Uh huh. I don't like dating anybody younger than me. I never have. It's always been like my same age or older. Yeah. It's just my preference for some reason. Always has been. Okay. But. I was thinking the other day, now that I'm single, you know, my age limit, I think I'm going to have to like, no matter which girl I want to like date or meet, I feel like they're always going to have kids because we're, I'm stuck in that like prime thirties age now. Oh yeah. And in this area, you don't run across single people our age of either gender that either don't have an ex-wife or husband or yeah. kids. Or an STD or something, you know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're like my age, you know, I'm 35, almost uh, 36, uh, never been married, no kids, no STDs, and um, like you know, have a job, no not living with the folks. That is so rare in this state that I I can only think of maybe two or three other people out of the 400 on my Facebook who would fit the same criteria. Yeah, it's, it's we, insane. We have like a weird generation, you know? Yeah. Because, like, I've met girls in the past who are like, oh, yeah, I had to move out. I had to go stay with my parents' house for a while. It's like, it's like, what is our generation, like, going to be, like, you know, not ours, but, like, the next one up? Yeah, since people our age, I mean, plenty of people our age do own homes and stuff like that. Well, but at the, the same time, fucking, a lot of them don't. It's the economy these days, too, because I'm trying to fucking find just, like, a studio fucking apartment just to to have something cheap so I can try to buy a house later. Mm-hmm. And for like a 500, 600 square foot house, it's like $1,300 or more. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. But I, the, the crazy thing to think about for that is, you know, like by the time our generation's kids are our age, they're not going to be able to go and stay with their parents in their house because we're all going to be living in these little shitty apartments. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like I read an article saying, you know, uh, I think it's Amazon – you know, they're building some another fucking tri-level fucking building and it's making all these people want to move up here and it's fucking raising up the rent everywhere you want to go. Yeah. I, I, I think, you know, Western Washington should have some type of law now about fucking like renting, you know, laws, you know, fucking like five hundred control and shit. Yeah. Like a 500 square foot fucking studio apartment shouldn't be $1,500 a month, dude. Yeah. It's fucking horrible. I don't know how people live here with like minimum wage. You have to have like five roommates or something. Pretty much. And that gets into a really tricky topic too, because a lot of people go, 
okay, well, the minimum, why don't we just raise the minimum wage? Well, there's that plenty, just raises everything else if yeah, you can't do that. There's plenty of economic reasons why just doing that doesn't work because it's just going to cause more inflation. And Washington's already caught in kind of an inflation spiral already. So then people go, okay, well, if you can't survive by yourself on minimum wage, then get a better job. And I agree with that on the one hand, you know, like you, it, to make more money, you should have more skills and stuff like that. But at the same time, I've kind of come around in the last year or two to thinking that, well, if we do raise the, the minimum wage to the point where it should allow you to rent an apartment by yourself, mm-hmm. it's not going to hurt the people who already have better jobs. Yeah, no, it, it, like, it makes it easier for them to do what they wanted, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I just I feel like Western Washington over here is making it to where it's just like like rich people and then kicking out all the, you know, like poor middle class like us. Which is funny because you work at Boeing, a place where yeah, so it many people it. in this area work and make good money. I know like a lot of people. There's people that I like I know that work there that are like totally fine because maybe like their wife has a good job too but then yeah. there's fucking i know people that fucking struggle still working at boeing working all the overtime they can get yeah and that's it, what surprises me yeah like that i i've never been great with my money and stuff like that but i feel like once you're in a job like that and if you're making that kind of money consistently and you can get that kind of overtime there's not really an excuse to be broke yeah there just isn't it, that's like a that's like a like a up and down fall when it comes because people when you say Boeing they're like oh well, why are you fucking broke <laughs> but you know what I mean <laughs> yeah but it's just like with my situation you know I have child support and then I had to have bankruptcy so it's like half of my paychecks like already like gone when I get it right because like all this shit comes out of it and then mm-hmm. you make more if you claim zero more taxes come out yeah. So, like, when I try to work a bunch of overtime and then I see my check, I'm like, what the fuck do I work all this shit for? Right. It pisses me off. Yeah, and plus, when you work a bunch of OT, you get taxed heavier and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Fucking thanks a lot, Reagan. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> well, and the other thing is, like, I, I had to kind of realize that mm-hmm. I was thinking about people in those jobs unfairly. My thinking was, okay, if you make X amount of money per hour or per year uh-huh. and you're still broke, like you've got to be a drug addict or maybe a gambling addict or you're just terrible with money, whatever if it is. If you're a drug addict, you fucking lose everything. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it feels like it would require there to be some kind of a reason that all your money was gone all the time because I'm thinking once you have a job that is that well set up and pays well, you should be fine. Yeah, And that's just not fair to put on people because someone could just have some bad luck or maybe they're going through a divorce and they have to pay that kind of child support. So it's funny when you realize that you're unfairly projecting some kind of a standard on people that they would never be able to live up to purely because it's what kind of makes sense in your head. And I've always, I've always like, because people would always come to me and compare and be like, oh, well, this person works at Boeing. They got this, this big of house, right. blah, blah, blah. Look at his but boat. I'm <laughs> thinking like, well, you don't really fucking know. They could just say that, but deep down, they could be having fucking money problems and you don't even know. They can still have all these things, but they're like, oh shit, I got to sell this. I mean, people yeah. people don't tell like their backstory yeah. or the shit that's going on with them. And that's what I feel is wrong with things like Facebook also. Because Facebook, you mostly have two different kinds of people. You've got 
the people who only post things from like when they're out with friends or on vacation or having fun and doing good things. And then you've got people who all they do is bitch. Yeah. And neither one really accurately represents a complete person. You know, if you're the type who goes on there and only bitches on Facebook, it doesn't mean that's all you do in person either. Maybe that's where you feel most comfortable venting at all and you bottle it up all day. Yeah. Likewise, if you only take pictures when you're out of the bar getting smashed with your broskies and <laughs> bombs, that may Giga. not take into account <laughs> may not take into account the stuff that's going wrong in your life too. So you get these unfair perceptions of people who seem like they're having these amazing lives. Meanwhile, they might be, you know, drowning in debt or have, you know, a family member in the hospital or whatever else. So it's like you really got to take care with how you view people based on what they present to you. Yeah, um, you know, like this uh, last recently breakup, she always wanted one of those stupid fucking Kirby vacuums, right? Like she'd always wanted it like throughout <laughs> her life, okay? Stupid. I have a story about those, by the way, so, but you go ahead. fucking salesman comes to the door at her house and fucking, all right, come in, come show us because it's like a shampooer and shit as well in one. It's a nice fancy one. Out of curiosity, what time of day did he show up at your house? Uh, there was a chick that came by around like two first. first yeah. But then I said, oh, well, you know, the owner's not here to come back when she gets off work around five. So then they came back like around five, five thirty. Okay. Um, but anyways, they did this whole thing and the vacuum like looked like it kicked ass. It came with all these things, but they're, they can range from like $800 to fucking like $3,000. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, since I'm a nice guy, I bought her the fucking vacuum because it's the vacuum she's always wanted throughout her life and then later she doesn't like the fucking vacuum and guess who has the vacuum yeah i have the vacuum and you know what buying a three thousand dollar vacuum for someone even if they want it that doesn't make you the nice guy that makes you a fucking idiot <laughs> well i guess you know i have the vacuum now so you know. yeah and what do you do with it fucking vacuum every six months <laughs> <laughs> exactly so when i was 19 I was desperately trying to find a, a new job and I came across this posting on Craigslist for actually it wasn't even Craigslist. This would have been before that it was in the newspaper. God damn. Yeah. This was in the newspaper, the, the nickel, I think little nickel. That's the one that used to go around here. Oh, it was like, a, yeah, it's like it was, the free paper, right? That people want to put ads in for people to see. Yeah. It was like a community version of Craigslist yeah. before the internet was that big. That's, that's what it was. They had this very vague posting about needing someone for a customer service job. So I go down to this building in Everett, no signage on it. And I have this interview and they hire me and I'm like, oh, sweet. You know, I'm going to be working, you know, maybe at the desk where mm -hmm. this lady was when I walked in and you know, like reception or something. So it was kind of like an actual business building type. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I only saw the very front of it. You know, you don't see what's behind any of that. So I come to my first day of training and there's like 20 other people there. No. And we all go back to this classroom and that's when they drop the the ball the bomb on us that this isn't a customer service job at a le legit like building. You are a Kirby fucking salesman <laughs> and the next 3 days you're going to get paid to be trained on how to sell these things. And so did you I, go through with the training? Yes, yeah. because I was already there and I figured, hey, I'll get paid for three days. And if I don't like it, I'll be out. But in case I do like it or I'm any good at it, I don't want to ruin the opportunity before I've heard it out. 
And so the first day we go through training and it's, it's kind of awkward and all that, but there was nothing super bad about it. Day two, it took a turn. They started day two of the training by teaching us a fucking song. Really? And I still remember part of it. And it was, uh, it, it started off like, hey, hey, the gang's all here. Do we sell the Kirby? Yes, we sell the Kirby. Something, something, something. So that's the type of stupid little chant song that they made us sing every morning on day two, day three, and would have been doing if I stayed, you know, as an employee. They would make you do it every day. So were they having you, like, did they want you to do that when you're selling? No, they. It's it's a way that they want to get you pumped up for what gotcha. you're gonna do. Well, I tell you what though, just that guy knew every little fucking thing about the Kirby. Okay, just to, yeah. Like, yeah. So I guess the training does pay off. It does because they, aside from that song, what they do is they spend a lot of time taking you through all the aspects of the vacuum, and there was some genuinely interesting things about them, mm -hmm. and I genuinely feel like it's a pretty solid product, but. What really started to, to get to me was at one point they were talking about the expectations for salesmen and they said, okay, per day, you need to get in three demos, like not just knocking on a door. Oh and talking yeah. To just three showing people. the product. Okay, you have yeah. to get into the house and show the product three times a day. That's your goal. And so I then raised my hand. I was like, so. What if like at the end of our shift, if we haven't done those three appointments yet and they're like, no, you do three a day. And I was like, well, yeah, but what's the cutoff point, you know, at night, is it like eight o'clock or like, <laughs> well, what is it? And they're like, no, you do three a day. And so that's when my mind started to go, whoa. Uh -oh. And I go, okay. So like what at one in the morning, you want us to knock on people's doors. And they're like, if that's what it takes to get your three a day. I was like, are you fucking serious? I'm not knocking on anyone's door at 1 a.m. unless I'm missing a goddamn foot. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do they pay you based off the demo still? Like, yeah. You, you how do you make the money? Demos. You, they, they claim that there's a base salary plus commission, but if you don't do your three demos a day, you're not getting paid shit. And they check in on This is how they Yeah, get how you. do you know if you're doing the demos or not? Because when you get to a house and you get in and you start the demo, you have to call your office and say, all right, I'm starting the demo. And then, or no, what you say is, uh, hey, this is Jesse and I'd like an entry into the prize pool or something like that. Because yeah. They have these drawings for vacations. That's and what other they shit. told us. Yeah, They're well, trying yep. to make it sound like it's something exciting. And so then you do your demo and they require you to then like talk to them about price. And if they can't pay for it, then you're supposed to call and you're supposed to try and get them on the phone with your boss and stuff. Yep. So, so that's I, exactly the same fucking thing that happened. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's insane. Maybe and it's still the same training. It must be. <laughs> and so, so I get through the third day and at that point they tell everyone to bring one home and they want you to do three practice demos over the weekend. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll, I'll try, you know? And so I, I had a girlfriend at the time and I was like, Hey, you know, can I come over just to do one of these demos? I don't know if I want to keep this job, but just in case I want to do yeah. my work. She was like, yeah, cool. So I go over there and I didn't do the full demo as they would want you to do it to a customer, but I did show her all the features and everything and, you know, just practiced. 
And so even during your practice ones, you're supposed to call and say, I'm doing a practice run. No, you say it as if you're doing the real. Oh, thing. gotcha. And, uh, and then, so we, I get through the whole spiel and they tell you that you have to then ask afterwards, like, so would you like to purchase one? And you have to, you know, make that turn. And so at that point I called them and I was like, Hey guys, so I have finished my demo with my girlfriend. So just letting you know, I'm going to get out of here. And they're like, well, does she want to buy one? And I was like, well, no. And they're like, well, then you must not have done the demo right. <laughs> and I was like, no, I did the demo right. But I was just showing my girlfriend because this is practice. And they're like, no, we want you to sell her one. And I was like, I, that's crazy, man. Yeah. And that, that was the last straw for me. And I was like, actually, you know what? Can someone meet me at the office? I want to drop this vacuum back off with you guys. This isn't going to work for me. Like that much pressure on what was supposed to be a practice demo with someone you know, who was my age, who had just as little money as I yeah. did, you know, it was, it was absolutely ridiculous. Well, just imagine about, you know, the, they do this to fucking people at fucking homes every single day, every yeah. hour, that pressure to be like, Oh, just get the fuck out of my house, dude. Yeah. I just, he, his demo was going to be like two hours long. Right. Right. But I was just thinking, okay, she's always wanted this vacuum. I'll just say fucking, let's just get it. So I stopped. I'm like, dude, let's just see if we get the vacuum. I'm all just no more. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fucking, just stop yeah. with the demo. I don't care. We're already going to buy it. And yeah. It had nothing to do with your salesman's ship skills, by the way. Buddy. <laughs> she already wanted one. You just lucked out and getting at the right house. Yep. Fucking Kirby. Yeah. And I. It's it, scary it to felt have. So lied to and just like it was every step of the way they were just so dishonest it's about really it. risky to do that anymore because you know people don't do door salesmen and then people who actually like maybe are doing it for reals yeah. all i ever see is like oh someone wanted to sell me you know fucking uh a dish today it's probably people sc scoping out the houses be careful yeah it's and always thinking about somebody's <laughs> robbing somebody which it could be but yeah, I mean, today you never know what kind of weirdo is going to be at your door, but there's also the the mental kind of stigma that goes with it to where if someone knocks on my door trying to sell me anything, even if it's exactly what I want, I pretty much tell them no on principle. Yeah. You know, I just don't like that invasive behavior. If you want to, you know, put out a survey and I respond to it and say, hey, you know, send someone around and, uh, you know, I'll check it out, I would be fine with that. And as a salesman, I would have stayed with Kirby and at least tried if they set up appointments first and then you go and you do it. That's so you know, fucking abrasive. Yeah. Man. If you have to knock on the door with the vacuum that's heavy, mm -hmm. you're carrying it around with you. You have to knock on the door. Those things are heavy. Fuck but, yeah, they yeah. are. They're like what? Cast iron? Yeah. Fucking steel and plutonium and Tell shit. Tell you what though, dude. That thing fucking picks up everything. How oh, dirty man. was all your shit when you started looking through the filters? Yeah, well, that's the thing. I don't know if they still had it when you did it, but they have like these little uh, like filter rings. The they, white filters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah all, everything was fucking dirty. It was right. gross, dude. It was terrible. Yeah, and that does mean that it most likely works. But at the same time, we were getting by just fine for a hundred years on the old style vacuum cleaners, you know. Hey, man, I'll have a vacuum for like fifty years from now, so you know, probably use it three times. Probably until I die, I'll just give it off to you know. Who your Kirby's gonna be a hand me down? Yeah, it's gonna be a hand me down. <laughs> and then when you were saying about how people only bitch on Facebook, mm -hmm. one thing I've been noticing is, uh, like on the Snohomish County, like 
fucking where they're like, oh, I reported this. They report like something's happening. Yeah. I've been seeing lately people take pictures of like a car and be like, watch out. This person swerving or riding people's asses. Ugh. I'm like, Meanwhile, you're really... using your phone camera uh, yeah. while you're driving. I'm a, I keep hoping like one of these days it's going to be a picture of my rear end. And then I want to fuck with them in the comment board and be like, ha ha, that's what you get. Sucker <laughs> or something, you know, or like. Who Quit even staring at my ass? Who like the people that are like on the other end of that could be like on the comment board like what really where at when does that happen? <laughs> Let me go find this asshole. Yeah, and plus it's kind of messed up to post pictures on Facebook of someone with their license plate on it. Like, yeah, unless you've committed a crime, that that's not that's not cool at all. Fucking I, driving is getting a lot worse for me, dude. Not like myself, but just other drivers around me. Yeah, I get so irritated anymore. Yeah. It's bad. Like, I had yeah. to go to the airport this morning, okay? Yeah. I, I went to merge into the load-unload spot, and then some stupid fucking Habib, fucking, there's no, there's no room. There's no room. No, there's no fucking room to come in here, right? So then he pulls in like this, blocks me, and I can't get out because he couldn't fully get in there. He was just being a dick and just parked right there. So I had, wow. to, I had to wait for the two fat-ass chicks to come to the car, because I think it was an Uber or taxi, uh -huh. and it took like five minutes to put in their fucking luggage and get their fat asses in the car, and then he finally be able to lift. And then, when I was about to go, there was a fucking Asian lady trying to do the same thing. I'm like, fuck no, and I fuck a blocker and I got out of there. Were the races really required Yeah, it was story? really required, because I'm tired of this fucking bullshit. <laughs> I mean, I suppose when it comes to driving, it's still, I mean, there's some stereotypes that just do hold weight. And whenever I encounter a bad driver on the road or I get cut off or something, the first thing I think of is what race and like age I believe this person is. And so, you know, depending on the crime, I'll be like, oh, that's an old Asian woman. Yeah. It, or, oh, that's a young black man. Or, oh, or that's it's an a, idiot white guy. Or it's <laughs> a new fucking teenager driver. Everybody yeah. fucking does it. And most of the time, you're like maybe like 60% right. Yeah. And I feel like <laughs> the longer you spend driving, the more you start to realize that different groups of people make mistakes in the same kinds of ways. Yeah. Just like the people that are just like think they own the whole fucking freeway or they'll just go like. This is how I look at driving, okay? You have the fast lane, which is going like at least five or ten miles over the speed limit. You're talking on the freeway, right? The freeway. Okay. Okay. You got the middle lane, which is you're either going like 60 or five miles over the speed limit. And then you got the slow lane where you can go like 50 or below because that's the only spot you can go. Yeah. I hate the people that are just like typical 60 speed limit and all the way in the fast lane and then too arrogant to fucking merge over because they don't want to. And then you have to fucking brrr and get right in front of them just barely yeah. to show them who's boss so they can get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> well, and that, I think that at least in this state, I remember seeing some kind of proposed legislation a while back that was supposed to make it so that it was more illegal to it still clog work. up the speeding lane. You yeah. know? So what, what it's supposed to be is that the right lane is supposed to be to get on and off the freeway. Once you're on it, you're supposed to then merge at least into the middle lane. Mm -hmm. the middle lane's the travel lane, and uh, that's the one where you could technically even go a little bit slower if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be acceptable to go slower. And then the left lane is supposed to be for passing. Yeah. So it, in a perfect world where it's not very busy and you're able to use the lanes as necessary, 
you'd get on in the right lane, immediately merge to the left when you were able to, right? So you're in the middle lane. Then if you were behind someone slow, you'd merge into the fast lane. And then when you passed them, you'd go back. Right. That's how it's all supposed to work. But so many times you'll like, have you ever been behind it on a three lane highway going one direction where all three one people direction. in front of you are going the exact same speed? Yeah. And then either it's th fucking aggravating. And then either there's people going the same exact speed on the right hand side or so you're like stuck behind. Yeah. There's yeah. no way around it. And you're looking at these people and you're like. You guys know damn well you are pacing each other and not letting anyone around. How fucking narcissistic are you that this is something that you think is not only acceptable, but you're just cruising and maybe don't even notice all the people stacked up behind you, flipping you off, yep. screaming at you over their own music in their car. And all the kids going, Mommy, I thought Daddy wasn't supposed to be able to say that word in the house. <laughs> Daddy goes, Shut the fuck up. We're not in the house. And this has, you know uh... what I like? It's so aggravating because it's just this level of entitled narcissism that makes you just go, I don't care how this affects anyone else around me. I'm doing my like, thing. I used to be that way maybe a few years ago, but now like if I'm in the fast lane and I see somebody coming up behind me, like I know they're going faster than me. Yeah. I'll merge over really quick. Yeah. And then I'll get back over when they're gone. And I have no problem doing that. Yeah. Because I just because I don't want to go 15 over and risk getting a ticket doesn't mean I want to stop the guy behind me, yeah. you know, from doing it. If anything, if I let him buy it and I see him take off, I'm kind of hoping I see him a few miles down the road pulled over. You know? <laughs> and then I hate the ones where like there's a like a four way intersection with stop signs, and then like all of us come at the same time, and yep. then people are like. Er, er. And I'm just like, fuck it, I'm going first. No one ever seems to know how to navigate fucking You know, during stops. the school, it always says the person on the right of you gets to go first. But then how does that work when there's four of you? There's two parts to that rule. The first part is if you arrive at the line first, you're next. Yes. And then if everyone is there, then it just keeps going to the right. And the only time that changes is when the person on the right is going straight. The guy who's across from him going straight can go at the same time. Yeah, I always you know? do that. If you guys are going straight at the same time, I usually, if yeah. there's no blinker, I'll go when they go. Or if the guy to your right is taking a right, then you can take a right. Yeah. You know, if everyone took a right, they wouldn't affect anyone else. Or I hate the times where you both pull up at the same time and one of you either is going to turn left or right or be in each other's way. But you pull up there first, stopped. Yeah. But the other person kind of didn't really stop and they just go, I'm like, you fucking did. And then on, <laughs> the, on the other hand, there's also a small number of people who are overly considerate or overly nice about it to the point that it upsets me because they're not driving correctly. Like they're waiting. They're like, no, come on. I'm like, no, no it's your, your fucking turn. turn. It's you your go. Turn. And it, it drives me crazy. Like, look, if you just obey the laws, you don't have to be considerate of other people the laws are have built-in consideration for other drivers yeah you know? um and then you always ask me what my pet peeves are too yeah i thought of one it's always been this way say you're walking into a building or any type of fucking structure and you're like maybe like i don't know like 15 away from somebody going towards the door and then they fucking open it and then they wait for you even though you're like 20 feet away no oh, i do that sometimes <laughs> i i hate i hate those people because i'm at my pace now you're making me try to rush because you're trying to be nice which i get but now when i see that happen i just find like another entrance or i just fucking wait because i have i have this weird thing with people opening doors for me i don't like it it's weird 
Yeah, or another way to get out of it is you pull out your phone real quick and just kind of signal. I'm like, I'll go ahead yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I, I do that sometimes. And I and then I don't want to do the same thing to somebody else. Do they feel the same way? So yeah. I, I don't even like pay attention behind me anymore. I just <laughs> open the door and go. Dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes sometimes that's all you can really do. That's all we do. Yeah. Um. All right, then fuck you guys. We're out. We were supposed to have a guest today, but some shit happened. Yeah, we, yeah. we had a guest lined up, and we're still going to have him on. Um, just some kind of transportation issue fell through. He's so, a poet. He is. He's a poet, I'm gonna love and it. he knowed it. Speaking of poets, I'm going to say one little poet line for you. Okay. Oh, plunge me deep in love. Put out my senses. Leave me deaf and blind. Swept by the temptest of your love. A taper in rushing wind. You want a bone now? Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whose poem is that? That is by I Am Not Your Sarah Teasdale. Oh, that's a, twi- a tweet? Nope, it's just an actual poem. Like The number one poem scripture right here is actually William Shakespeare because, you know, he's the most famous one. Pretty much. I mean, it is. I don't even really think of him as a poet when I think yeah, of Shakespeare. Yeah, I know. I though. think it plays, you know. Yeah, he was a playwright. And, um, I mean, I know that he uses poetry in his writing and stuff, but yeah. ultimately he wasn't writing poems as if, like, you would just read one or read it to people. They were, like, part of the script of a play or something, you know, pretty much. And his is, love alters not with his brief hours and weeks but bears it out even to the edge of doom. And then there's a little note at the bottom there that says, to make sure your love lasts here at the secrets of best relationships. Hmm. Mm. Number one, have a seven inch dick. Yeah, it's it's weird, you know. Number two, have if, a 12 inch wall. If you have a three inch dick, dude, you're screwed. You got no chance, no chance at all. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, a lot of women are getting nicer and saying like, "Oh, size doesn't really matter." It's it all how you use it. It fucking does. That's that's what guys usually say. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I don't know the rules. Ladies, is be honest. If it, size does matter to an extent, it, I guess it. Like, if your dick's small and you can't, this is how I think of it. Okay, <laughs> if you can't do all of the positions that there is with your own dick, then your dick's too small, right? Now, yeah. I feel like if you can do all the fucking positions as, like, a big 10-inch, 12-inch dick would do, then I feel like it's okay. So like Maybe that's would... only because I can do all the positions and I feel like it's okay. So, Maybe like, that's what you I walk tell around myself. your house doing the wheelbarrow sometimes and stuff? You know that <laughs> like, one? Like this? And yeah, yeah, go, yeah, woo, yeah. Woo, woo. She's walking on her hands. And... Yeah. <laughs> there, sometimes I would try to be funny because I'm a funny guy. Yeah. And I'd hang a towel on it and be like, look, I'm a towel rack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna remember that when you uh, when you finally get another place. If you ask to, you know, or if I have to go around and you know check it out, I'm gonna yeah. make sure I avoid your towel rack. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesse, you need a towel rack? I'll come in there. Hold on. No, no, no towel rack. No. Oh, hey, you can hang your coat up. <laughs> hang a little hoodie off of it. One time, I've always wanted to like draw a little face on it, like maybe not with. I've Sharpie. always wanted to get a top hat, <laughs> little top hat, a little face, and then like a tiny little monocle Must- or something, maybe like a mustache. Wee wee. 
That's it. Next one, we're going to have a dick pictures, and we're going to pick which one is the best looking with the mustache, top hat. And <laughs> do, you, do you think that there's any women out there who want to, like, put googly eyes over their vagina or something? Like, in, well, maybe a top hat also? Or... <laughs> they have those ones, too, with, like, the funny tattoos, you know? Like, oh, yeah. the Homer one, and... Oh, have you seen some of the gross tattoos out there? Like, I, I think there was a thread called, like, Trashy Tattoos or something, and it's got... It's men and women who just get these really ridiculously stupid or trashy tattoos. Uh-huh. But the one that specifically reminded me of this was it was a girl who had a uh, pelvic tattoo, like on her waist, right above the crotch area. Yeah. And it was like a tattoo of a pile of poo with a bunch of flies flying around it and stuff. <laughs> who would get I'm that? like, if I'm about to go down on a girl and I see that tattoo, I'm going to be thinking of corn. <laughs> is there any corn in the there? Fuck out of there! That's what I'm. <laughs> is there any corn in that tattoo? Y'all got some corn in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember eating no corn. <laughs> <sighs> well, let's not be late for your movie date. Yep, I gotta go catch Spoderman with the little brother. Next time we'll have a guest on here and we'll surprise you. It could be somebody famous. It could not. You'll it never know. It could be know. one of you. Yeah. If you want to be on, ask us. Don't yeah. be fucking afraid. Yeah. Don't forget, we're on Spotify and iTunes too. If you don't want to look at our stupid faces. Yeah. In fact, when I when I because I, I re-listen to these shows after we do them almost immediately, uh, just because I'm always trying to pick up things that I mm-hmm. do wrong or that you know things we could have talked about or whatever. And so I don't even usually watch the YouTube versions when yeah. I'm listening. I'll just put it on on iTunes or something as I'm driving. Yeah. Boop, boop. And then don't forget to check out our new Sparkler Bomb video. Yeah, yeah, we threw it up. Uh, the first two Sparkler Bomb videos are on my private YouTube channel, which uh, I'll put links on the... Well, the... if you look up, if you search Nick Sparkler Bomb, they all three pop up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but, I, like, if you're just, if you're subscribed to our channel here, the other two videos are not on the Cheeky Shenanigans mm-hmm. uh, channel. They're on my private one. I'll put up links on the Nick Sparkler Bomb 3, but it was actually a really badass one, and yeah. uh, there's two bombs on it this time. The first video ever we did, like, almost 40,000 views, which is crazy. I think it's over 40,000. Is it? Yeah. It's crazy. Like, our faces, my face, your voice has been seen 40,000 times. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what's implied there. Well, yeah, but usually, you know, we don't make it that far. Because looking up that one. Oh, he's looking up porn, ladies and gentlemen. He's looking up gay porn. I'm, you know, I'm getting a view like, now. would you be surprised if like Jesse came out and he was like, guys, I've been watching gay porn lately. And like people would be like, ah, you know, we saw it coming. It's okay, though. It's all right. Did you uh, find it? Yeah, but I, I'm wondering where you were going with that. I'm just trying to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nick Sparkler Bomb 1, the original video, 50,000 views. Holy shit. It That's gets insane. bigger every year during 4th of July. It really it does. does. The second one is, is hovering it? at 1.5 thousand. Yeah, that was the, it wasn't really good. And Nick Sparkler Bomb 3 is already at 73 views, which puts it ahead of about half of our episodes on YouTube. Yeah, no, also. it's crazy. Um, so we got that one. We are going to have a couple more guests coming up. Maybe do a couple in a row since we've done a, mm-hmm. like three in a row with just us now. Yeah. Um, and We're going to uh, try to do a couple of comedy bits too down the yep. road we're gonna be going to comedy night again on monday night i don't know if we'll do an episode afterwards again but um i'm really well, trying to get nick up there to there's that this time. and then we're thinking about doing like a quick like two minutes com- comedy sketch you know 
kind of like doing like a thing. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we're gonna try and think of some other types of videos we can post on our channel. Um, so just, if you guys have ideas or you have a sketch idea or a joke that you want to comedy, us, funny shit. Yeah. Like yeah. we love interacting with you guys on Twitter or Instagram, all that shit. We love it. So, and, you know, it's not like we're too famous to talk to you guys. We want to talk to you guys more. So. And if you're a dude and you want to send dick, dick pics, send it right to Jesse's way. Yeah. Nick has me scroll through them and weed out all the bad ones so that he only has then to I see get the, the amazing, look, the good one, throbbing, the pretty ones. Yogurt slingers. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Alrighty then. Thanks for sticking out another episode of Cheeky Shenanigans. Once again, my name is Jesse, also known as Random Hero. Ow. My name is. <laughs> okay. Okay. Alright, dude. Come here. <laughs> Alright, everyone. Have a consensual day. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>